What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, everybody? It's Pro Wrestling Edge. We're back with another good one. It's your boy, fucking the original bro, Josh, coming in with your boys. Boom, 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 big Kez. What's up, brother? Hey, what's going on, OG, bro? How's your day going? Doing pretty good. You know, it was a long, fun weekend, and you were a part of it. We hung out for a little bit. And uh, as always, we got uh, the man's... Name is so nice, you gotta say it twice. Nick the Gooch. I said, Nick the Gooch, what's up, Bala? Fuck, boys. A minute to win it today. I don't believe it. Ghost riding the whip over there and shit. And as always, flying in on my shoulder, we got my brother, the Jaybird, coming in here. What up, though? Tweet, tweet. Let's talk some wrestling, boys. <laughs> tweet, tweet. <laughs> First, I think we should get this out of the way. Our long-lost brother Dan is still missing. In all seriousness, we can't fucking get a hold of him. We've seen pictures of him, but nobody's actually physically seen him. Uh, contact Schwartzy or one of us for information and details. But other than that depressing shit, it was a pretty blast weekend. We all went to Pro Wrestling All-Stars, me, Big Kaz, and Jaybird. Nick the Gooch had to work, and it was a fantastic fucking show. Yeah, man. It, I uh, started off really strong. We seen the coffee talk. ABC had Hannah Henderson on, and uh, next rolled out TJ Meyer, and then they ended up setting up the main event for the night, which turned out to be it was a six man tag match. They had ABC, Sean Lawhorn, and uh, Brutus Atwell versus Hannah. TJ and Mr. Run This Ring at this high tower. That was what was set up at the start of the show. So could you imagine, you know, how hyped we were to be able to see that? We had to go through a whole show to wait for it, man. Jaybird, what'd you think about that when they made that announcement? It was interesting because there was also a special guest, a special guest referee there too. That was the big uh, twist for the night too. Yeah, Steve Rivera. Always poking that? his, always poking his his nose in uh, Mr. Run this ring at Side Tower's nose constantly. So that set up an interesting outcome, which we all kind of thought we knew what was gonna happen. But that was a uh, a good show, good show. <clears throat> so I take it with what you just said, Steve Rivera put himself in as a special ref and interfered and. Tried jumping Atlas for his, you know, little betrayal. Well, there's, you know, a bunch of slow, slow counts. You Super know, he, he had the shoulder going and he couldn't get the count to three. And Hightower and Rivera, you know, were jaw jacking each other's face. And then Hightower had enough and threw the bro cutter on him, man. Nice. Just knocked him right out. And then to save the, the day, run, you know, everything went, yeah. it went crazy there for a second. And then to save the day, um, Zeke. Zeke Zeke came in to save the day, and uh, counted the one, two, three, and then um, for the winners, um, Hannah. I forgot who tapped or uh, who actually pinned. If it was TJ or um, Atlas, but they ended up winning it. Left the ring, and then um, the three losers were not happy for Zeke, and. Um, they damn near broke him. <laughs> but then the whole locker room emptied out to come help Zeke, though. Everybody came out from the night and came to save uh, Zeke's rescue. But what happened Thankfully. was all three of them actually performed their finishers on ABZ for the win. That's what it was. Took, yeah, they all took their turns on that one. We had a lot of young guys that night. We got to see a yeah. lot of the, the fresh new, new guys coming out, putting on a show for us. And that was pretty spectacular. Yes, it was. Uh, one of my favorite matches was the tag team match. Oh, yeah, the tag with, uh, team. Time. Teaming up with Solo, going against Forever Young, and I cannot L Ladon, 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 something. Ladon, okay. Sanders, <clears throat> Don Sanders, I believe. Either way, I'm pretty sure these are four fresh cats right out of uh, the House of Truth. And they fucking put on a put on a good show. It was a good exhibition match. I would definitely like to see Justin Time and Solo teaming up a little bit more. 
And they ended up taking the L that night. It was because of some shenanigans. He took advantage of it, man. He, he took advantage of it, and he ended up getting the pin on him. That's right. Then we also got to see and then another one. Uh, Lamar there Star versus Rodrigus Rod Lee. He came out, kept it sucker free, or tried to at least. Tried to. Yo, that dude's a motherfucking monster, bro. Yeah, Lamario Star, Mario Star is fucking got the the got it all, man. That dude is fucking jacked. Yeah, the Mario Star is he the one that we seen at TKW in that battle royal match? Yeah, he should have been the winner, but the revolting blob came in and threw him out. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So the Mario started to win that match, and we thought we were going to see, you know, some good sportsmanship from Rod Lee. He rose his hand up in the air and then ended up low blowing him and just left him in the ring. So maybe we're going to see a new Rod Lee. A little heel turn there. Was still a little some dancing. Heel I ain't going to lie. He was, still, he was still cutting the rug out there, you know, getting down. Oh, yeah, he was. He was just a little bit more edgier than normal. He was still cutting the rug. He was. All right, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> and another one of the young guys that we got to see, uh, Kyler Coleman. He went up against Sean Tyler from The Purge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that kid, he he tried. He yeah. tried his hardest. <laughs> I'll put it that way. He did. I thought Sean was going to put him through the ceiling a couple times. Yeah. <sighs> And uh, who ended up? Sean ended up winning that one, right? Yes, oh yeah, he did. Yeah. 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 yeah, oh yeah. He ended up slobber knocking him. Yeah, he damn near broke him in half a few times, man. And then uh, good old Haas fight, old school took on Saturn Price. Price. Yeah, they had a pretty good back and forth bout. I do believe that it's not going to be over because it went to a no finish. Oh, yeah, old school chased them with a chair all the way to the back. Oh, so. yeah, he was running all over the place. <laughs> That's right. They got a feeling it's not going to be the last we see of that one. Let me see that dog collar get up and play a little, little more. Little dog collar match or something. Grr. Then we had uh, uh, Peter B had a match that night, too. He fought. Hiding. That was Bronco. Gio Bronco. Gio Bronco. Gio Bronco. Bronco. Yeah. He I almost walked he, out he of the fight, you know, because everybody was booing him. Pete came out. Oh, yeah. Calling him chicken. Shit, you know. He went to Spice Girls this time, wasn't it? He yeah. went to Spice yeah. Girls, yeah. Yeah, it was very weird. But then how can we forget? We all believe this to be the match of the night. We had Alex Weir trying to take no. the Metro Pro. It was, it was Adam. It was Adam. It was Adam. Wick. Wick. It was Adam, Adam Wick. Wick. It was Adam Wick taking on uh, Jason Page. The future. Jason Page put Wait. up his belt. Cool. It's a Metro Pro Wrestling belt. Yes, the Heritage. I think it's the Metro Pro Wrestling Heritage. The Heritage title. Belt. Yes. But I think that might. I'm not sure if that's their world or if that's like kind of like their. Workman style, like the IC or US belt, but either way, those two put on a motherfucking clinic. I'm talking about just a great 20 minute back and forth match, storytelling, and fucking Jason Page coming out on top. Probably stole the show, honestly. Remember, they were killing it. Remember, and for Dan, when you say Jason Page, it's Pro Wrestling Edge's champ, Jason Page. The future, Jason's page. Yep. There we go. Definitely a heel, though. The crowd wasn't too pleased that he uh, won. It was back and forth. You know, a lot of people more were for Adam Wick, you know, DTA. Everybody's, everybody DTA. loves those guys. So, uh, but uh, you definitely you definitely heard the cheers for Jason Page coming from the back of the, the gym there. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I don't know. That was the whole card, honestly. That was the whole card, yeah. We already went over the main event and who oh, won that. Yeah. I don't know about the next wrestling, but I know the next one guaranteed we're going to be is going to be on April 24th. Blood, sweat, and beers over there. Burgers and beers for RPW's next show. It's going to be fucking insane. Yeah. The, you want to see what the card is, go to their Facebook page. They got some real good ones on tap for that. Like, I'm super excited. I got someone right here. We got Justin Kyle on top. Since speaking of DTA, Tommy Vendetta's taking on Justin Kyle. That's going to be a fucking monstrous match. In a fucking no-holds-barred match. I believe it's their second match. You're going to have G-Raver taking on hometown Nolan Edward, who's been on fucking fire lately. This past weekend over at Spring Break and Pit Fighter, and then now forever, he fucking tore it up all weekend. I've seen a lot of and his then when I'm looking, Yeah, dude, he's been all over the place. You don't know who he is, man. You better fucking recognize. The old Dabsky Invitational is going to be defended. Schwartz, you'll be there defending the uh, the Dabsky Trophy, which the Gucci so generously presented. Uh, it was, that was – I felt like an honor to be able to get into that ring and give that trophy to Schwartzy. You know, on this past weekend, you know, starting Thursday last week, a bunch of people went down to wrestle uh, Mania Week and stuff like that. And we seen something happen on No Peace Underground that involved RPW talent. And I'm talking about the Dread King Logan, Mitch Hewitt, and then also Chuck Stein. They got attacked by Lord Crew and Otis Kogar, man. And that's going to be insane. I'm hoping something happens on April 24th to do with that. We are being greeted by the one, the only, you know, I can't do it as good as them, but I'm going to try. The maestro of mayhem, the godfather of the grotto. This guy got some more sauce than your grandmother's pasta. Mr. Don Georgie. Oh, baby. I like the way that sounds. The Pro Wrestling Edge, number one. Thanks for having me on. Number two, can I get a, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Gentlemen, thank you so much for having the maestro of mayhem, the godfather of the grotto. It's me, it's me, it's Don Georgian for today. How's everybody doing? Oh, we're doing fantastic, man. Especially now that you're on. We got some uh, entertainment, (laughs) some things to talk about. A little fun today with you. Well, hey, I just appreciate the invite, brother. Like I said at uh, the last RPW show, I meant it when I said it from the bottom of my heart. And from my borough, too, how about it? Pro Wrestling Edge, the number one podcast in all of wrestling. Sorry, Conrad, don't mean to step on your toes, but it's true. It's true. It's damn true. How about it? Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to clap for that one. Yeah, that was such an honor when you you said that kind of put us – smiles on all our faces and we appreciate the love there and my pleasure my pleasure so let's get into it what made you want to do ring announcing for professional wrestling that's a great question it really is so i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest with you i never in a million years thought that i'd be doing this you know growing up in brooklyn i come to detroit later on in my teenage years and uh I have been in love with professional wrestling since I was five years old. My Papa Georgie, you know, he showed me wrestling for the very first time way back in the day. It was WrestleMania five. And if you guys remember WrestleMania five, the mega powers exploded. How about it? Okay. Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Randy Savage, and immediately little Don Georgie fell in love with professional wrestling, the pageantry, the pomp, the circumstance, all the stuff that goes along with it, the, Larger than life action heroes. And, uh, you know, over the years, you know, you get into the dames a little bit and you fall away from certain things that maybe you liked before. And uh, I'll tell you what, in my 20s, I rekindled my love for all things sports entertainment. And it was a guy, we call him Big John Country, okay? That's his name in amongst our circle. And he kept on pestering me, pestering me, man, come on, man. come out to these shows, buddy. Come out to these shows. The, 
the independent wrestling. And in my mind, I was thinking, you know, I like the big stuff. I like the stuff with all the pop and the fireworks and all this other stuff. And he said, no, 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 come out to the show. I come out to the show and it was actually, um, it was actually a, a DSW show. You guys know Detroit style wrestling, what that was, right? And uh, I come out to that show and, and I met uh, the, one, of the, one of the guys running it, Rob Avram. I think everybody knows him as Roughhouse Rob. And, uh, you know, I talked a little smack to the gentle giant that he is. And uh, he actually asked me to film the main event. So I kind of backed into this whole announcing thing. And it was, you know, I got to talking to Rob a little bit. And he, uh, he pitched me to a trainer. And he said, uh, hey, you got a big-ass personality. What do you think? We give you a live mic and you go haywire. Go nuts. And, uh, you know, it just kind of happened that way. I'll tell you what, the actual first in-ring experience that I had was uh, I actually, I managed a guy by the name of Scotty Freytown at a DSW show. And uh, once I gave um, a little taste of Don Georgie on the live mic, they said, uh, hey, listen, we need an announcer for the next show. Come on back, let's see what we do. And um, the rest they say is history. And I love it. I love being out there with a live mic in front of a live crowd, no script, no safety net. And, uh, you know, I think the, the talent, the guys and the gals in the back are starting to realize that I'm not just another pretty face. I'm a little bit of a wise guy. You, you definitely get the crowd going every show. You know, one of the probably the best ring announcer around that I've seen in the area, to be honest. Nobody gets that hype like you do at these shows, the way you bring the talent into the ring, the way you play with the crowd during the intermissions, you know, you go out and you talk to people too. And it's just, and we all love it. So I, we know that there's more people to do. It's easy to do when you got great people. It's easy to do when you're working with some of the best independent talent, not only in Michigan, but I'm going to say in the tri-state area, it's easy to do when you got crowds like the crowds that we see and I've been in, you know, all over Michigan. We've done some just outside of Chicago. We've done some down in Tennessee. I've done a couple of those. And it's easy to do when you got great people who want to participate. Absolutely easy. And I'm going to tell you, the Michigan fans, I'm not just saying this, the Michigan fans in my experience thus far, and really the guys down in Toledo too, so we'll call them Michigan South because we don't want to say Ohio. No yeah. disrespect. I got you with that. Hey. Love it. It's easy. It's easy to do when you got great, passionate, energetic fans. Oh. Well, we feel we've gotten lucky with the talent to be able to be that energetic, man. These guys put on great shows. We definitely get hyped. I'll tell you, every single card that I'm on, you hear me say it. I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but it really is. Fire from the top of the card all the way to the bottom and all the way around. I've not seen a bad match. I don't deal with bad people. That's all I'm saying. And neither do these promoters. It's indicative of the talent that they bring in. And you got a lot of great talent that comes through. A lot of great talent. And I'm telling you, you got to keep your eye on all you listeners out there. Make sure you watch this stuff. You know, you're hearing it here on Pro Wrestling Edge. But make sure you watch it on IWTV, YouTube, your, your ass off. Can I swear? I don't know if I can swear. Oh, yeah, go for it. You can do whatever the fuck you want. That's the first time Don George's dropped the up bomb, just FYI. It's history in the making right here on Pro Wrestling Edge. <laughs> we love so, it. So give, when you yeah, set up – Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Gooch. All right. So when you set up – personality you have, Jesus, Jordan, was there any nerves that got you in your head when you first started announcing? You know, I'm going to say this, man. If you don't have nerves when you go through a curtain, if you don't have nerves when you stand in front of a live crowd, I don't care if you're just giving a commencement speech or if you're the president of the United States, whether you're duly elected or not, that's another story. I don't care about any of that. If you don't have nerves, you probably shouldn't be doing it, okay? That's how you know you care. That's how you know you want to give 125 million percent. So answer your question. Oh, yeah. I had some nerves when I popped through that curtain the first time. It gets a little bit better each time you go through the curtain. But, hey, man, it's always there. It's, it's always there because, it, for me, you feed off of it. You feed off of it. I can't speak for the boys and the girls in the back. But 
I think they feed off of it too. And it, and it's, it's, in, it's, I'm stumbling over my words a little bit because I'm trying to find the right ones here, but I think it shows in their performance. I hope it shows in mine. Um, yeah, it's because they care. If you don't have that little butterflies down in your stomach, you know, I grew up watching Howard Finkel. I'm nowhere near Howard Finkel. I've been told I'm nowhere near a normal ring announcer. I'm not, uh, what do they call Sam Roberts over in the, the Dapper Yapper. Okay, I got the Dapper part. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, man, it's all about entertainment. And if you don't get a little tingle in your loins when you're getting ready to entertain, you probably shouldn't be doing it. So hell yeah, I get nervous, but I feed off of it. I think the crowd does too. Right on. Go ahead, Jordan. Very nice. So you said uh, when you first got introduced in the ring, were you a wrestler at that point in time? Or did you just go right to the mic? No, no, no. I am I am not what you would say a traditionally trained wrestler. I'm, I went right to the stick, right to the mic. I tell you, I talk a lot of great shit. That's what I do. But hey, if you look at the first part of my name, what's it say? Don. I don't get these beautiful hands dirty. I got guys who do it for me, you understand? I got people on the payroll who take care of that for me, you understand? If I had to, you damn well better believe I can. You understand? But I'm not a traditionally trained wrestler. If I got to mix it up, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be, what's Jim Ross say? Bowling shoe ugly. Yeah, I what it would be. Not very technical. It'd be a lot of hands being thrown. Not to say that I am testing anybody, okay? Everybody needs to be a part of the Costa Nostra, not feuding and warring with it. That's all I'm saying. So, speaking of that, in your... Definitely got all the gear on. Where's your uh, get your outfits and your ideas and the just is that all you? Just uh, clothes that way. <laughs> absolutely, it's all Don Georgie from the mind here. And I'll tell you what, I'm gonna plug a couple people if you don't mind. Uh, it's all for locally here, okay. And this is where I got a lot of my stuff nowadays. Andiamo, inside Fairlane Mall, wonderful shop, beautiful clientele, wonderful people running the joint. There's also Executive Man. Again, at Fairlane Mall, tell them Don Georgie sent you, good old DG. And last but certainly not least, Cecil Bees. Cecil Bees is beautiful. I love him over there. Uh, executive man, if you go, you got to talk to a guy named Lorenzo. Wonderful guy. He'll take care of you, Millie. And hey, it's not just the jackets. It's the entire ensembles from the bow ties to the, to the shirts, to the jackets, to the shoes, to the bling. All of it comes from one of those three spots. I'm telling you, the primo, the greater, what they do, they're my fratellos until the day I die. And they, uh, I walk in, sometimes I look at a mannequin, you know, I look at a mannequin, I'll say, hey, that looks good. Getting an extra large or extra, extra lard ass is what I'll say. Cause then, you know, you said I got the sauce, it's cause I've been eating all the pasta. That's a little, gotta lay off it a little bit, you know? Beach season's coming around, I gotta have my Borat bathing suit ready. <laughs> but otherwise you understand but they don't sell these these in bar bathing suits i'll tell you that much but those are the spots to go my friend and i pick it all up lorenzo sometimes will help there's another gentleman forgive me his name is escaping me but he's the owner of cecil bees and then andiamo great people over there too so it's all from the branch i'll tell you what though my wife bella she hates it sometimes i'll walk in just to shop and i walk out with two three of these things and you guys have noticed <laughs> I have not wore the same thing twice in the year 2021. Not no, yet. you didn't. You're not always yet. dressed to the nines every show, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I'm going to tell you something. This coming Friday at Horror Slam, it's going to be another new outfit for everybody to feast their eyes upon as only DG can do. Now, when you go into a uh, show and you go to pick out an outfit, do you try to kind of stick with some kind of theme that goes along with that wrestling event? As, you know, kind of the last horse slam we've seen you, you had the red on. This previous weekend was Easter, so you had the big, bright yellow suit with the purple flowers on it, just crispy as all hell. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that, that suit got a couple of, uh, couple of nods on the uh... – Social media, too. So to all the Costa Nostra heights out there, thank you for that. Don George loves you. Uh, yeah, you know, I try, to, I try to go with it. If you remember back near uh, St. Patty's Day, I wore a little bit of a green one. Yeah. One 
Starbucks song of suck ass, AVZ, decided to call me a leprechaun. And AVZ, I know you're probably listening. At least you better be. You should be one of their millions and millions of subscribers. I got my eye on you, pal. That's all I'm going to say about that. So, yeah, I do try to do it a little up. Uh, you know, this coming Friday, we got Return of the Living Death Match. We're going to go a little bit more formal. And all I can say is somebody better not bleed on my jacket because if you do, you owe me a thousand bucks, pal. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, is right. Like I said, Bella doesn't like it when I come out with more than one. And that show, that's Horror Slam, Friday, April 16th. It's in South Rock with a VFW. Contact Rachel Green and Briar Wellington if you want to get tickets and see the Don and see what he's wearing and see a spectacular card. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Return of the Living Death Match. You're going to be seeing some crazy hardcore. I shot a promo at a very exclusive golf club just earlier this weekend, posted it on the Don Georgie Facebook page. You'll see what I'm talking about. A complete dichotomy. You see, you look behind me. I don't know if you can see this. You got the world heavyweight title. Folks saw that. You got the million dollar belt over there. I think you guys oh, can see it a little bit. I wasn't kidding around. You're sitting in the grotto. And when we send the grotto, it's class, it's sophistication. But it's Friday. It's going to be anything but. It's going to be hardcore violence. And that's going to be exciting. That's going to be a good one to go to. Now, we know oh, you work for RPW, yeah. Horror Slam, Pro Wrestling All-Stars of Detroit. Where, are there any other promotions that you are currently working or have worked for? You know, I did a, I did a guest spot with XICW before. Well, I think it was right after the pandemic. Yeah, we did one show out there in Warren. A great crew, wonderful crew. It was an honor to work for uh, uh, MM2 and MM3. You know, the Monroe family dynasty. And, and hey, all the love in the world to them and the family. I know they've suffered some recent loss, especially with Bug. And that, uh, man, that just rips your heart out. Bug was always a wonderful, wonderful man treated me with the utmost kindness. He didn't know me from Adam in the beginning and uh, just great people all around over there. Johnny Delicious, I can't say enough good things about him. I know maybe he catches some bad, sh some bad rap with the fans or whatever, but, but let me tell you, Johnny Delicious is a great guy. Um, I mentioned the promotion down in Tennessee. That's nothing I don't think uh, a lot of people would uh, uh, get the name of there. It was a great, great atmosphere. Great people actually uh, got an opportunity to go down there with Brian Wellington and uh, manage him during that one. Same with the one just outside of Chicago, Illinois. But I'm focusing all of my efforts on those three promotions right now, those three promotions. And what I think is very important for everybody to understand is I've always been a major player. I own several different legitimate businesses over in Brooklyn, here in Detroit. I like you. You're laughing because you saw the wink because they're very, very legitimate. I promise. <laughs> right? 100%. But I'm not just a ring announcer. Okay. So I'm focusing my efforts on those three. Maybe something more comes of it. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Too early to tell. But I really enjoy working for Pro Wrestling All-Stars. Even though Rivera's been giving Alice Hightower a little bit of shit and he needs to calm down with that. You understand? Run, Mr. Run This Ring is Mr. Superstar in my book. You hear it every time he hits the curtain. And obviously, RPW, I can't say enough about Chris Kohlenberg and everything he's doing down there. Great, great stuff. Gave me my first opportunity with IWTV and I got to tell you, it was a little bit of a mark out moment for me when I saw Slamdemic Part 1 and I started introducing myself and all of a sudden right underneath me, there it is, Don Georgie. That was kind of cool. That was really cool. You heard me talk about DSW. I did stuff for them before they uh, unfortunately went under. And if that other big bald son of a bitch who also has a beard is listening, you tell him I'm looking for him in the streets because he screwed up that whole promotion. You know who I'm talking about. And uh, last but certainly not least, Horror Slam. I owe a great debt of gratitude to Rob, to to Briar, to, to Rachel, and Horror Slam for everything that they've allowed me to do so far and to get in the ring and to fulfill somewhat of a childhood dream to just be standing in front of you great people, whether it's announcing, managing, or anything else that comes down the pike in the, in the future. It's, it's just been a great ride. Those are the promotions that I primarily focus on, though. PWAS, Horror Slam. And of course, RPW. Yeah, I believe Horseman was like our first introduction to you at the Undisclosed Tour of last summer. 
Yeah, how about that? You know, they said, get in there, kid, and here's a mic. Have some fun. And I said, are you sure you want to give me a live mic? And my wardrobe back then wasn't nearly as snazzy. I think I was wearing, like, Hawaiian stuff and, and like, some boat shoes or something like that. It's just, God, man, it's like when you look back at yourself as a teenager, you're like, why did I have a bowl cut and wear socks and sandals? This is stupid. God, you look dumb, Don Georgie. Do better. Oh, yeah. It was hot as fuck at some of them undisclosed location shows, though, when that sun was out. <clears throat> oh, it was. And I'm going to tell you what, though. That's not going to discourage me from wearing the sports coats this summer. I might be wearing shorts. I may be running around in my tidy whities from the, from, the, from the belly up, though. You're going to have a regular Don Georgie. <laughs> so you got the gold on the fingers, the World Heavyweight Championship behind you. The million dollar championship over your other shoulder. You got any more gold like that laying around the house? I do. You know, I got another one down here right now, actually. <sighs> My favorite, the good old IC with the white strap. This is probably the belt that I grew up idolizing the most, you understand? Mainly because it was the only one that I could draw. And I had a buddy back in, uh, back in Brooklyn named Antonio. And that's what we would do all day. We got in so much trouble in class because we would sit there instead of doing our assignments. We draw the IC belts and on the playground, we were the tag team champions. The undisputed tag team. Of course, we were booking the thing, so we obviously never lost. So we were the tag team champions. I was the Intercontinental champion. We had a great finishing maneuver. I was a huge Bret Hart fan. I'd put him in the sharpshooter and he dropped a leg drop like Hulk Hogan. You turn him over, one, two, three, off you go. You're still the tag champs. Of course. Again, we booked it, so who's going to beat us? Nobody, right? In addition to the Intercontinental title that I got here, upstairs in my office, I got the WWE title that is currently held by uh, Bobby Lashley, which, hey, how about Bobby Lashley making Drew McIntyre pass out in Mania just this past week? Caught me off guard. I know that for sure. I've also got the AEW heavyweight title. So that's that's, that's a pretty cool one. And then last but certainly not least, I got the new United States Championship that uh, Sheamus is carting around nowadays. So those are the ones I got. I used to have a winged eagle. I got rid of it. It pains me so. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm a collective sorts of those things. And I even got, uh, you know, the grotto is still under construction a little bit here. We had to remodel a little bit. But um, I actually have Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazines from the 1980s, that's going to be going up in a grotto as well. We got uh, five or six of those that are going to go up. So. Yeah, man, I'm a collective sort. So, hey, if you know any guys who are doing any belts and they want to try and unload them, Don Georgie's always open to have a conversation. Hey, might even make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> Very nice. Favorite belt that you don't have? I'm sorry? Favorite belt that you don't have? Okay, I'm going to ask that a question, but you guys got to see this World Heavyweight title over my shoulder when we were at Pro Wrestling All-Stars, right? So you know yep. this, isn't, this isn't some WWE remake uh, mass production, okay? This is the legit item. I need the same kind of quality in a WWF winged eagle. Not WWE, I'm talking true blue WWF winged eagle, the kind that was unveiled WrestleMania for... And it went all the way until Stone Cold Steve Austin won it at 14. That's the belt, that quality, genuine leather, heavy plate, dual plated, curved the whole nine yards. That would be like the cherry on top. It used to be the million dollar belt. I was after that one forever and a day. But the Winged Eagle, ultra deluxe, I guess you would say, that's the one that I need to get after next. Are you guys belt collectors? I see all this great stuff behind you. I see a bunch of posters and everything. And No, I just got the one cheap one, uh, but it's autographed by Hulk Hogan. Okay, so it's worth like 10 bucks now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, actually lost, it actually lost value when Hogan wrote on it. I'm kidding, of course. I like, <laughs> I like Hulk Hogan. He's Didn't you win that one at the Wyatt Show, Josh? Say one more time. Is that the one you won at the raffle? Yeah, I wanted that the uh, Wyatt Benefit show over the undisclosed uh, summers. 
Gooch got a couple real ones though. Uh, I got or a uh, real one. I the only real made one I have is my custom one that I won in that raffle when uh, Hyperion Belts was holding it. I have that custom one, and then I got the same shit Josh does. Josh does the cheap ones from Walmart. You know, I got one of each tag team, the SmackDown and Raw, and then I got the cheap IC title that you have. Oh. You just call my IC title cheap? No, not your IC title. Whoa, whoa, whoa. My, you, you're a big boy. You know what you said. You know what you said. What did you say? What did you say? <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you're, my, you're, you're, blowing it. you're talking my, my IC C, title my, is the cheap Walmart. But let me tell you something. My belt isn't cheap, pal. I'm just clowning with you. It's okay. I'm just messing with you. That's a little bit of that's a little bit of funsies with you. I know what you meant. I'm just kidding. Can <laughs> yeah, we take a moment? Yeah. Since we're on the topic of belts, so can we take a moment? This was maybe I'm in the minority and maybe I'm not. The tag team titles today in WWE. What the hell? Number one, why do you have two sets? Why do you have yeah. two sets? But even bigger than that. Can we please, for the love of God, bring back the late 80s, early 90s tag belts that were like what I grew up with, the Road Warriors, the Nasty Boys, Demolition, all these guys had those penny-looking belts. I know they're silver now, but good God almighty. Maybe I'm in the minority. I don't like them, though. I don't like What do you guys say? No. I'm not I, a big I don't fan like them. of the Trojan Donham or anything like that, no. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the design. You know, push comes to shove. I take like the mid two thousands raw tag titles, okay? But these pennies, they gotta go. They gotta go. And who the? You see it here. Classic IC. Why did they screw with that design a second time? They seem to that one I'm in the minority. I actually liked the oval for a while there. That's the one that I grew up with. So that was the IC title for a long time for me. Okay, well you're dead to me. Next. <laughs> Damn. Now I'm in Gucci's pile. You can see yeah. it's the J. Brown big Uh you know I kid. I still love you, brother. All right. Aside from the tag titles, what's your least favorite uh world title design? You've had the spinner, your classic, and then you had the rated R and you got the new one now. Yeah, I was never a fan of the ones that look like toys. I didn't like the spinner. I had it briefly. I made it not spin. I didn't like the rated R one. I didn't like when the Miz had it upside down. And to be honest with you, I didn't like the first iteration. You know, after The Rock said a WWF title, I'm sorry, WWE title shouldn't look like a toy. He lifted up the veil on that new belt and it looked like a toy. Yeah. So I didn't like any of those. I didn't really like it from, um, from probably when they went with that undisputed title. Uh, I like the undisputed title. Don't get me wrong. I didn't like the spinner, and I didn't like that first iteration of what we now know as the WWE title. I'm going to tell you this, too. I'm not a fan of a lot of belts. I don't like the universal title. It's the same damn thing on a different strap. It makes no Mm -hmm. sense to me. I don't like having two women's titles. Call me old-fashioned. I don't know. But when you have all these titles, they kind of diminish in value to me. Yeah. So, But, yeah, the spinner just absolutely – come on, man. Come on. Yeah, I did not like the spinner. It, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. And I, and I tell you another thing, and, you know, I'm, I'm probably uh, really in the minority on this one, too, aside from WWE. I hated the TNA World Heavyweight title. Not the old NWA title. That is classic as classic gets. But when they switched over and they had the, the, the TNA title and it was, eh, it wasn't for me. They tried to plagiarize the big gold belt a little bit. That's what I think happened. And then all the custom titles, like I was never a fan of the Smoking Skull. Like, okay, great. You have a new belt. What does it mean? Why does anybody want it? And that, uh, you know what? I take it back. The most ugly belt I think I've ever probably seen in my life is that damn Jeff Hardy one in TNA wrestling. That was atrocious. <laughs> oh, my God, was that atrocious. How they let that get on TV? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How about you? What's your guys' worst-looking belts, in your opinion? I'm still stuck with that spinner one. I, I'd rather have the Jeff Hardy over the spinner belt. I hated okay. that. Absolutely. That's fair. And that's fair. That's fair. I think the spinner really just kind of spit in the face of the lineage of the WWF, WWE title, in my opinion. I'm mm-hmm. with you on that, man. I'm with you on that. The, the, the design, the look of the 24-7 belt is kind of 
I like know, the idea of the belt, but I just don't like that belt. I it's so far out of my mind. I didn't even think about it. What is the bit? It's changed hands like what one million three hundred forty-seven thousand two hundred fifty-five times. I think I've held it like, like twice. Fifty-two time champ or some shit. Yeah, I think I've held it. Big Cash, you have held it. Nick, you. Everybody's held it. Oh, I think Kim Kardashian took a turn with it. She does with most things. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I guess. And even I'll... when uh, Daniel Bryan made his custom belt, his environmental belt. You know, I was gonna say I like the concept of it, the whole tree thing. That's cool and all, but the it, it's gold. If you're gonna be a champ, you gotta walk around with gold. You gotta flashy. You gotta be going. Yeah, like I'm a with you on that. From a fast food restaurant. <laughs> well, I'm gonna now. I'm now I'm gonna break from you guys here, okay? Because I actually didn't mind it. I thought it was unique. I thought from a marketing standpoint, they did a good job. It was made out of hemp. Not the kind you smoke, kids. Don't do that, okay? You can't smoke the belt. Hemp and wood. Hemp and wood. And I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. Not great. Just, eh, okay. The brand new IWGP Heavyweight Championship looks ugly to me. The one that they just newly debuted. They integrated their uh, Intercontinental and World Heavyweight together to make one title. It's hideous. It's big, bulky, kind of almost looks like um, when uh, Global Force X Division title, but all gold. It's, it's just not cool. There are some things that you just don't mess with, okay? The IWGP title, the IWGP Intercontinental title, and hey, I'm going to go off a little off script of wrestling, the UFC title. They screwed with all three of these designs, and they all came out worse in the end. The IWGP heavyweight title was something that I was looking forward to buying one day. I thought it was great. I thought it was wonderful. When Kenny Omega had it around his waist or AJ or, or these guys that were over there, beautiful belt. Now you got something that looks like the ultimate warrior on Make-A-Wish. Not Make-A-Wish, but you know, the Wish app, okay? That's what the damn yeah. center plate looks like. Or, or maybe it is Make-A-Wish. Maybe the belt needs to go through Make-A-Wish because it looks like it's all messed up. I don't know. But they definitely screwed up the styling. If I offended anybody, sorry, get over it. I'm the Don. You, you understand. But I'm with you on that. Absolutely. I did not like it. I saw it on uh, Ringside News, okay? There's another plug. Ringside News. Not that Wrestling Inc. stuff. The behind the times. It's like, you know, the TMZ of the dirt sheets. But, yeah, man. I saw that, and I was just like, come on, man. Come on. Why? Why'd you do this? Doesn't make any sense. I get they wanted to merge the belts, okay? Just like when they merged the the toy WWE and that big gold belt, I thought they could have went back to the uh, undisputed title as worn by Chris Jericho, Brock Lesnar, The Undertaker, Hulk Hogan. They didn't do that. They went a different route. It is what it is. Maybe it's just about selling more belts on the replica market. I don't know. Could be a – hold on. It's a little uh, orange juice and vodka break. Hold on. <laughs> oh, Yeah. And that's the drink right there. But you have to have top shelf gray goose, okay? Top shelf gray goose. That's the only way to enjoy that. You boys drink? You boys drink? Right. One day soon, we'll have to have you over to the grotto and we'll all do a little salut in the grotto. I oh, can't wait. That'll be exciting. That'll be fun. Sounds good to me. Oh, yeah. I'll drink for once if I get to go to the grotto. You don't drink? I'm not a bit, not, not, not much nowadays, no. And that's I okay, man. I applaud you. I applaud you. If I could stop, I'd probably stop eating all the pasta and the sauce. I'd be a little bit of a slim of Don. But, yep, if it, if it meant I got to hang out in the grotto, I would shit. That's fucking party, man. You would shit in the grotto? Don't shit in the grotto. It's not a shit place. <laughs> We got uh, a bathroom up there, but it's a no-shit bathroom. Man, why do you keep coming at me hard, Nick? I don't I'm gonna leave. It. I'm going to leave the rest of this to you three. I'm just going to sit back. Nicky, I'm just kidding with you. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you better be at this. Nick, you better be at the show this Friday. And, hey, on April 24th, too, you better be at RPW. Blood, sweat, and beers. I need to see your ugly mug face-to-face. He's not ugly, folks. He's a wonderful – he's a handsome devil. Look at him. Oh, you can't look at him. It's a podcast, but you understand. 
<laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Well, that's what I was going to ask, Don. What are your shows that you got coming up that the people can see you at? Yeah, so we already talked about April 16th. That's this upcoming Friday at the Horror Slam Return of the Living Death Match. Make sure you contact Rachel Green, as Big Kaz already told you. Uh, then next week, April 24th, we're going to be over at Blood, Sweat, and Beers for Ruthless Pro Wrestling. That's in Erie, Michigan. You can get a hold of us on the RPW fan page and uh, on our Facebook. And then April 25th, one day after RPW, Pro Wrestling All-Stars will be at the Knights of Columbus in Detroit. And then just a few short days after that, April the 30th, Pro Wrestling All-Stars will be back at the Victory Gym. That's what I got on the books for the month of April. And you never know, you never know. I got people reaching out to me sometimes, all the time, every time, trying to book me for other locations. And hey, actually there is one other one on the books. I do, obviously I do these three promotions all the time, right? Timo Cruz. I think he's a wonderfully talented youngster. You reach out to me on June 19th. I'll be just outside of Cleveland in Vermilion, Ohio. So all you Ohio folks, come on out. Look, uh, look at Timo Cruz's page. That's T-I-M-O Cruz, not as in Tom, but as in C-R-U-Z. And uh, get the deeds for that one, June 19th, a couple months from now. I will be taking a little bit of a break in the middle of May because I'm taking the Paisanos, mi familia, down to Orlando, Florida. We're going to do Universal Studios. And hey, you never know, I might have to make my way over to the Performance Center and tell good old Triple H how it goes. Oh, yeah. NXT needs a new announcer. That's all I'm saying. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. Oh, that'd be great. That would be awesome to see you on there. And like we <laughs> said earlier, if you want to see Don Georgie on IWTV, he was on RPW's Slamdemic announcing. And then you got part two. Part do. Not two. Do. I do. Coming out soon, you'll see Don Georgie doing, the, doing his thing and just having a blast with it. And hey, I'm going to tell you what, I'm just a part of the show. All these men, all these women who get in the ring, man, give them your love, give them your support, support them with their merch, support pro wrestling, all-stars, support RPW, support Horseland, and hey, support our fine host for this podcast, Pro Wrestling Edge. Buy their merch, subscribe to their stuff. These people are wonderful, wonderful, talented, talented people. Everybody I just mentioned Make sure you get out there and support them in every way that you can. Uh, thank you for that. And uh, you want to plug your social media? People can find you. Yeah, right now it's uh, Don Georgie on Facebook. We're getting ready to launch the Twitter, Twitch, Insta, and hell, everything else that we can. We're not quite there yet. I just bought a couple of pieces of technology, again, with the proceeds from my legitimate businesses. And we're going to start shooting vignettes. Not like the one that you saw at uh, Westburn Golf Course, which, again, very exclusive, best golf course in the trade. Do you boys golf, by the way? Definitely do. Big Cash, you golf? We're going to have do. to get out of the link. I'm sorry? I need to get back into it. I, need to? Yeah. I need to try and have a good time. I used Here's to. I just need a new stat. Here's the thing. We all try. Some of us excel. That'd be me. We all try, though. We have a good time. We have a couple beers, a couple bros. Maybe a couple stogies, maybe a couple hoes. You never know how the night's going to go. But, hey, we're going to start shooting some really great stuff from a couple of locations, including the grotto itself coming soon. So Facebook, Don Georgie, that's the one-stop shop for now. And merch is coming soon as well. Ooh, can't wait. Can't wait for that. Two words, grotto club. There you go. Oh. That's going to make it. I'm sold. to get in that club. That'll be a club I'd like to be a member of. I'm probably going to get sued, let's be honest. But we're going to give it all a college try. Well, Don, thank you very much. You came on. We had a blast with you today. From the bottom of my heart to all of you gentlemen and to everybody out there listening, thank you so much. It's been a great ride so far. We got a lot left to go. I am the maestro of mayhem, the godfather of the grotto. And last but certainly not least, Don Georgie. And I got the sauce. So does Pro Wrestling Edge. Thank you so much, everybody. I love you all. Thank you for coming on, brother. Thank you for having me. Take care, gentlemen. You too.
He does that so much better than me. <laughs> hey, you gave a good shot, and you said the, the sauce yeah. thing. I think he liked that. So, you know, be listening for that. I think he might use that. <laughs> All good. I hope so. That'd be sweet. What a guy. What a guy. That was awesome. Yeah, I had to. I'm just going to keep a mouth shut around him. I keep burying myself. And... It'll be all good. Once we get that invite to the grotto, we'll have a good time. It'll all be water under the bridge. <laughs> I wasn't calling his belt cheap, damn it. <laughs> that, that, that was hilarious. I was like, oh. You're going to get us fucking tucking out, Gooch. You better watch your shit when you show up. I ain't man. getting us. I'm about to get me taken out, man. Shit, I'm scared now. Gooch going to show up in a wheelchair one day. I don't know what happened. Two guys just ran up. Hit me with a pipe. Then we're going to have two people missing. You took up Monday Kips. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to talk you about your belt. That's right. We got to put the missing word, everybody, again. If you physically have seen Dan, <laughs> hit us up. It's, it's a sad, sad story. And all jokes aside, he really has ditched us, and it's kind of pissing us off. But we'll see what happens. Maybe one day he'll actually listen to the podcast. And maybe my previous ones, he'll get upset over me talking shit, calling him cheap. <laughs> Shit like that, so please hit us up. Anyone else got any last words? If not, I'm gonna wrap this sucker up. No, I'm done talking. I've, I've been all right. Here. I want to thank, I want to <laughs> thank again the maestro of mayhem, Don George, for popping on here. And again, for us, and Edge has got the sauce. Peace. Oh, no.